Lesson 68. Hello again. Any of you who have been following this podcast know about alternative processes and that they are often the subject of my episodes. In this podcast, I'm going to introduce you to an exciting process that's fairly new and really fun to do. They're called Inco-Dye Phototransfers. Inco-Dye is a fabric dye made by Lumi that's sensitive to UV light and sold both separately by the bottle or in kits. You can find their products online or at any well-stocked art supply store. The concept of this process is similar to making cyanotypes or salt prints, which you may recall from lessons 20 and 38. But unlike those processes, you can choose from a variety of colors and the final product is washable and resists fading. You begin with a digital negative and use the light of the sun to produce a positive image in the color or colors of your choice on fabric, watercolor paper, and just about any smooth, porous material. I introduced this process to my advanced photo students at the high school a couple of weeks ago, and they'll be your teachers in this episode. I had the whole class create their own custom t-shirts using their own original images and the dye photo transfer process. The first part of this process is to choose an image that has good contrast and then convert it into a black and white negative using Photoshop, an inkjet printer, and inkjet transparency film. In lesson 38 I showed you how to create a digital negative, so you can refer to that if you don't recall how to do it. One important note though is to not flip your image horizontally, as suggested in the video, since you'll be getting the shiny side of the negative wet in this process. Also, make sure that the dark areas are as black as possible for good results. The first thing to do is place a sheet of foam core slightly larger than the negative inside the t-shirt to provide a flat surface and to keep the dye from bleeding through to the other side. Once that's in place, lay your negative on the t-shirt where you want the image to be and mark the corners of it with a pencil, as Lauren is doing here. These marks will serve as reference points so you'll know the approximate area in which you'll be applying the dye. Next, shake the bottle of dye vigorously and then begin the painting process. Pour a little of the dye on and then spread it out using a paintbrush. The fabric is going to absorb the dye like crazy, so keep applying the dye and spreading it out as sparingly as you can, but without missing any areas, unless you purposely want some blank areas in your final design. Lauren is going for the random approach for borders, but another option is to create a clean border with painter's tape or duct tape, as Daniel is doing here. Once you've applied the dye evenly, you must blot the excess dye out to provide a clear image and reduce moisture content. The moisture will build up under the negative during exposure and you need to minimize that for best results. Lauren is using a cheap school issued paper towel here to soak up the bulk of the excess dye, then touching it up a bit in places like so. Next, carefully place your negative, smooth shiny side down, onto the t-shirt. Be sure not to put the side of the negative with the ink against the wet dye or you'll ruin it. Once it's in place, press down on the negative with the palms of your hands to assure that the fabric is flattened out and the negative is making good contact with the t-shirt. Now use a few push pins to hold the negative in place until you can get it outside to contact print it. We're going to use the glass of a contact printer to hold the negative down during exposure, but you can use a large pane of glass as well. Remove the pins and carefully lay the glass over the negative. It's a nice sunny day so Lauren's going to make about an 8 minute exposure. It's hard to overexpose one of these, so it's better to lean toward the dark side than the light side when exposing it to UV light. 8 to 10 minutes is the recommended time for a sunny day, and 15 to 20 minutes for a cloudy day. As you can see, the dye is already changing color. 
She'll stay out here for a while and time her exposure until bringing it back inside to continue the process. Lily makes a product called Synthropol that's used to wash out the unexposed dye from the fabric. This is similar to fixing a print after development to make it permanent. I learned the hard way that it's better to pre-wash the fabric first in hot water before washing it with the Synthropol to cut down the amount of dye in the wash. So we'll pre-wash the shirt for about five minutes in these buckets, agitating manually. You can also wash and rinse your t-shirt in a washing machine. After the pre-wash, we'll wash another five minutes in another bucket with a capful of Synthropol mixed in. After a five minute wash, we rinse again in warm water, and there you have it, the finished product. What's really cool about this process is that this t-shirt can withstand many washings without fading, and it'll be a nice addition to Lauren's wardrobe for years to come. After the class was done making their photo transfers, I asked them to model for this little clip. All of these students are seniors now, and several of them have been in a photo class every year since they were only freshmen. They've literally taken every photo course offered at the high school, which shows their great love for photography. As you look over their designs, you can't help but see the individuality of each one, reflecting a little bit of these young artists' personalities. I want to thank Taylor, Hannah, Crystal, Daniel, Helena, Lauren, Nina, and Anna for all their hard work in making this episode possible. Until next time, goodbye. Mm -hmm.